before the Lord, the whole universe. How would you care to finish that line? That is almost enough of a homily right there. I said almost. <laughs> it is, or should be, an extremely humbling line. There is no one who has the right, or the authority, or the power, or the majesty, or the mercy, who can respond with anything greater than that simple statement. Before the Lord, the whole universe is really nothing. It is his very will that made all that is, and that holds all that is, in existence. Yet it is amazing that there are still those who cannot see that there has to be some sort of an intelligent designer for all of the miraculous universe to exist in the harmony that it stands in. Going further into our reading, we hear the writer of wisdom saying, But you spare all things because they are yours. In the final set of lines in our reading today, should be a warning and a consolation for all who live on this earth. Therefore you rebuke offenders little by little, warn them and remind them of the sins they are committing, that they may abandon their wickedness and believe in you, O Lord. At the risk of boring you, because I am repeating myself, I cannot help but think of those who have chosen to throw the gifts of God back in his face. It is much more than just reflecting on visible sin in our world around us. I could again point to some of the issues in our own country now. It does not take much looking at the news around us to see where there are problems that need to be changed. But more importantly, I think it is necessary for all of us to recognize that we are all offenders, that God has already shown a tremendous amount of patience with us who, though we claim to be his children and claim to follow him, still find ourselves with wickedness and in, in some of our thoughts and in some of our actions. Think again of the second stanza of our responsorial psalm. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. The Lord is good to all. How often have we made this prayer of gratitude and acknowledgement part of our lives? How often do we stop to reflect on the, how absolutely, amazingly, overpoweringly, majestically great and wonderful is our God because of the great mercy he shows us? I am captured, contemplating the amazing nature of who God is. It is only because of his gracious love and mercy that we have come to understand any part of who he is. And yet our intellect tells us that we cannot understand the full nature of who God is because he is genuinely infinite. We have some understanding of the concept of the infinite, but that is where God resides. He will always be, in some sense, of mystery to us because of our finite nature. In closing, I think this is the reason why some people cannot adjust to him. It is the fact that he is, in some ways, totally other that makes searching for explanations of who he is both a challenge and a joy. Some people reject the challenge. Some people see the mystery and refuse to draw near. Some people are caught up in amazement and awe. Some people, in arrogance, reject God because they think they can describe everything. However, the opening line of our reading this weekend tells us 
where we belong before the Lord of the whole universe. How would you choose to end that sentence? My response is, Before the Lord of the whole universe, I stand in utter amazement. I fall on my face in worship. I kneel before the one who is deserving of all my fealty. Amen.